Hey guys, welcome to The Slice. I'm your host, Casey Funderberg, and this podcast is all about Tennessee football. Today, we have a special bonus episode for you guys brought to you by Papa John's. Better ingredients, better pizza. Papa John's, proud sponsor of the balls. All right, guys, today we have a special guest joining us on The Slice. He's the co-host of Pardon My Take, a Barstool sports podcast, and lately better known as Coach Dugs. We have Big Cat joining us today. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you so much. I'm excited to uh, be on the show. Uh, just trying to trying to make it day by day through, through all this uh, craziness, but I'm excited to be here. Oh, yeah, same here. It's been weird being at home and doing everything from home. Yes. Yes. Everything from home. So, uh, including, you know, playing video games, even though I'm a 35 year old father. So you got to do what you got to do to keep yourself busy. Also, you guys can't see this right now. He has a feels like 98 hat on. Um, so he's repping the big orange. I really appreciate that. Um, so I want you to give us some background on coach Doug's because a lot of people are very familiar with it, but a lot of people are very confused. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, obviously my job is in sports, Barstool Sports. Part of my take is the podcast I co-host. So the uh, I remember the moment I was sitting at my desk in my office. You know, we, we're, we're based out of New York now. And uh, the NCAA tournament was canceled. And that moment I said to myself, wow, this is going to be a long time without sports. So at that very moment, I went on Amazon and I bought an Xbox 360 and I bought three copies of NCAA 14 because that's the last year they made the game. And I said, well, at least I'll have a video game I can play. So I started uh, as a the Toledo offensive coordinator. I created a, a fictional character named Gus Duggerton. He's a, he's, a big, he's a big, big guy. Some may say a, a little on the obese side, but I think he's just, he's just extra uh, happy to be a coach. So I started as the, the Toledo head, or offensive coordinator. And then I started tweeting about it and people were like, you got to stream your games. You got to stream your games. So I started streaming the games. And from that point on, it's kind of blown up. I've gone from Toledo to Florida state, the offensive coordinator, then USC, the offensive coordinator, then Texas tech, the head coach. And then on uh, Wednesday night uh, or Tuesday night, I took the job at Tennessee and that's why I'm here. And uh, I'm excited to be part of Vol nation. Why did you take the job? at Tennessee over UGA? So I, well, there's a couple of things that came into play. I almost did stay at Texas Tech and it's been fun to have people. So essentially what happens is I play uh, about five games a week. So I get through an entire season in about two and a half weeks. And the whole Coach Doug's thing has been like, I want to keep moving because I want to get more fan bases involved. Uh, The UGA offer, I thought about it. I thought about staying at Texas Tech, but ultimately... I'm a huge sports fan. I went to the University of Wisconsin. I obviously know college football. I know how rabid the Tennessee Volunteer fan base is. I know how vocal they are on Twitter. And whoever runs a social media account, I tweeted before the Cotton Bowl, uh, these are the jobs I'm considering. And whoever runs the Tennessee social media account tweeted back at me within like five minutes. So that right there was the deciding factor that you guys would, would get involved. And this would be a lot of fun. Yeah, what about the fan base that has stuck out to you? Because everyone knows how crazy Vol Twitter is. Yeah, it's been awesome. So the the entire Gus Duggerton storyline has been hilarious because as each step that I've taken, 
more and more people have been involved. Like there was, you know, at Florida State, there was a little involvement. At USC, I actually talked to Graham Harrell and USC started tweeting out clips. And then Texas Tech, I went there and their official account started tweeting out everything and their AD interviewed me. And then coming to Tennessee, it's been like that times a million where the official accounts tweeting stuff out. I see my, I see, you know, local news broadcasts talking about it. All the, uh, you know, Tennessee fans are getting involved. And it just makes it so much fun because it's really one of those things that is uh, as genuine as possible. It's there's no real sports. There's nothing to watch. Let's have some fun. We know this is kind of silly, but it's also kind of fun. So it's something to distract people and get involved with. And when I start playing some SEC rivals, I think people are going to get really excited for it. You know, like I think we're going to play Florida on Sunday night. That's going to be a big game and people will tune in and have a lot of fun with it. They're going to treat it as a real football game for sure. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) They should. I'm going to try to win it as a real football game. (laughs) Good. Okay. So a couple things go on in the chat during the Twitch live stream. One thing that comes up a lot, 50 burger, you say that explain what that means. So every game, my goal is to score 50 points. I want to excite the crowd. I'll onside kick with 40 seconds left if I can. Uh, So getting that 50 burger, people get excited about it. And it's something to root for. Uh, so, yeah, and I, I, I'm, I, I just keep going. Get, you know, pedal to the metal at all times when it comes to offense. What about when people comment F in the chat and you're telling them to stop? What does that mean? So I actually don't really understand that. That's part of video game culture uh, that I don't get. Uh, I am new to Twitch. I am new to the video game, online video game world. I just started doing these streams a month and a half ago. Um, and I am, like I said, at the start, a 35 year old father. So I don't really understand a lot of the stuff. I just know whenever I throw an interception, I just get bombarded with F's and it always hurts my feelings. (laughs) Did you expect to have 40,000 people tuning in to watch you play a video game? It's been crazy. It's, you know, it was, uh, obviously I've been, I've been, I, my job is in sports in Barstool. A lot of people know Barstool. So we've been doing this for a very long time. So anything we do. I expect my audience to uh, get involved with and have fun with, and that's why they're the best fans ever. But the amount of people that have added on, you know, the Cotton Bowl and having the Tennessee, accepting the Tennessee job, we had 73,000 people watching that, and that one blew my mind. I was like, I cannot believe that this many people are watching. But I, I love it because I think people are just being entertained by something when, when uh, you know, everyone's – all the people that usually follow me are avid sports fans with no sports going on. We're looking for that replacement and this can be that replacement for, uh, for this weird time. For sure. Um, so I'm going to talk about the actual head coach of the Tennessee Vols real quick. Coach Pruitt, what do you know about him? What do you like about him? I mean, I like that he tweeted at me. I like that he's, uh, he's welcomed me into Vol Nation. I think that that's, uh, you know, it makes it a lot more fun when everyone kind of gets involved. And, uh, I, you know, I don't think that uh, me picking Tennessee will have any impact on the real-life Tennessee volunteers, but you never know. All right, so every Slice episode that we have, we do an icebreaker game. So I want to do an icebreaker game with you from the perspective of Coach Doug's. So yes. if I'm sitting here with him. So let's mm-hmm. get into it. First question. What's your favorite ice cream flavor? Mm, all of them. Every single one. <laughs> this is Coach Doug's and this is actually me as well. Uh, every single one, if I had to rank them, I'd say chocolate, like peanut butter, something with peanut butter in it. And then cookie dough. 
and then chocolate, then maybe some strawberry. I could go on and on. I'll eat all the ice creams. Are you a waffle cone kind of guy, a cup, or are you eating it like straight out the gallon with a spoon? Uh, waffle cone, multiple waffle cones. I love Five it. or six a day. Double fisting every time. Yes, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Okay, what's the best thing about football? Scoring points. Scoring points, even when there's very little time left on the clock and you've had the game in hand, scoring more points. It's called style points. We're in the BCS era. And we have to score style points if we're going to want to get to the national title, which I expect to bring Tennessee to a national title within two years. Good. We like that answer. What song gets you pumped before a game? Rocky Top. Come on. <laughs> and also reciting the uh, vows, which I forgot to do last night, but I will do tonight. I, I know that there are uh, specific vows I have to recite before each game. I'm going to start doing that. Have you learned the words to Rocky Top? Because when you accepted the job, you struggled a little bit there. Have we made any progress with that? No, no progress. But uh, you know what? I still love the song. I don't think you have to know the words to a song to love a song. It's actually even better because no one wants to hear me sing it. They want to hear me kind of hum along to it. Uh, and I also, I, I still ha have not figured out uh, from the fan base whether I should woo or not. It feels like I should woo. You should woo. Everybody woos. If you're okay. in the stadium, you woo. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to start wooing after every touchdown because it does feel natural to me. Okay, what is the best pregame meal? Gator. <laughs> Some I gator bites? Gator before, I eat gator bites before every single every single game. Gets me pumped up. It doesn't matter who we are playing. It's always doesn't gator. Matter. Yes, always gator. Okay, how would you explain your coaching style? Air raid, fast, offense, uh, scoring points, burgers. I, this isn't even explaining my coaching style. This is just uh, word association. I'm a player's coach. Uh, I'm always letting them make the mistake. If they make a mistake, that's okay. I'll have their back unless it really makes me look bad. Then I'll throw them under the bus. But, yeah, it's offense. It's offense. It's go, go, go. Tempo, tempo, tempo. Air raid. And then defense, we don't really care about defense. We'll just score more points than them. That's all we care about. Okay, you've touched on it a little bit, but you had an impressive career at Texas Tech, bringing that team to the Cotton Bowl and winning. So how were you able to have such a comeback in that season? That was just the culture. I, I changed culture. I, 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 have, I took a two-win team, and I got 10 wins out of them, pretty much from the same guys. Cotton Bowl victory, big-time bowl game. It's culture. It's thinking about winning. It's visualizing winning. It's visualizing scoring points and knowing that we're going to score, score, score. That just emboldens everyone and everyone can buy into that. You had your first game with Tennessee against UCLA, previously lost to them a couple times, and you finally got your revenge. So how did that feel? It felt great. I'm going on a personal revenge tour for people who might not understand the non-conference schedule that I put together. Uh, it's a, it's a revenge tour slash a, a, a tour of my greatest hits. So I, I lost to UCLA at USC. I lost to UCLA at Texas tech. I whooped him at Tennessee. We're going to play Baylor. Cause I lost to him at Texas at Texas tech. We're going to play Toledo where this all started. And then we're also going to play, uh, uh, Connecticut UConn who I beat in the Fiesta bowl in one of the most thrilling games, uh, in my career down seven points with 40 seconds left. Uh, that was with Florida State. So we're going to do kind of a highlight uh, tape of where I've been when it comes to the non-conference schedule. 
Do you want to explain the post-game presser from the Baylor game? Because you showed up in a neck brace after mm. that game. <laughs> yeah, so uh, the, the the Baylor game was a tough one. I, uh, I had four donuts that morning, and my brain was not working very quickly. And it was an afternoon, a Saturday afternoon game, and the kickoff time was a little funky, and I just wasn't as sharp as I'd like to be. So I checked myself into a donut rehab. Uh, got the neck brace because I slept a little funny because I had so many donuts in my belly. But I also faced, you know, I faced the critics. There were a lot of people who were calling for my job after that Baylor loss. I faced them head on. I said, I'm going to win 10 games this year. We're going to win our bowl game. And then I backed that up. And uh, the same people who were trying to run me out of town were trying to get me to stay when I uh, decided I was going to go to Tennessee. And you have Baylor tonight. That's your game tonight, right? So tomorrow we'll know. Or I guess yes. tonight we'll know who the real winner is. <laughs> right. And if I lose again, the neck brace, I have the neck brace on call. Anytime I lose a game, it's just uh, it's just a good way to, to remind the fans that you're calling for my job. I'm a human too. I might be injured. You don't know. So, uh, you know, ma- make sure that you, you watch what you say. Right. I like that. Talk about your Tennessee team and your players. I'll tell you what. I got a first look at them last night. Speed. Speed everywhere. Uh, it starts with with our quarterback, Caleb Presley, who's a senior. Fantastic, fantastic player. Dual threat. Can run the option. Can throw the ball. We have two running backs that are incredible. We got Rico Bergerton, who uh, is fantastic. A bigger back. And then we have JoJo Smalls, who is a little bit more of a, a an elusive out of the backfield. Maybe get him in the passing game. And then when it comes to our best player on the entire team, uh, we have Dwayne Rogers Cole. And then Dion Flash. So I have two wide receivers that are fantastic on the outside. Now, my defense is a little bit – it's probably lacking for SEC play, but we'll get them up to, we'll get them up to that level. And I'm not worried about it because I'm just going to score points. That's all I'm going to do. There you go. Get a bunch of burgers. <laughs> yes, exactly. Hope you're hungry, Tennessee <laughs> ball fans, because we're going to be eating burgers all season long. Is there anyone else on your team that stood out to you, even if it was, like, good or bad? Yeah, I need to get my linebackers into the weight room. We gave up a couple uh, plays, long plays, where we missed tackles, got run over. Um, and then my tight end, I'm, I'd be remiss not to mention my tight end, Pua Stubbs, who uh, he's he is a great blocking and catching tight end, and he's going to keep defenses on their toes all year. What is at stake this season? Well, you tell me. You're the Tennessee volunteer. I mean, listen, I, my career is – I'm already cemented. I got a Rose Bowl win. I got a Cotton Bowl win. I got a Fiesta Bowl win. I won a MAC championship. People know me. For Vol fans, I'm just trying to bring back glory to Neyland Stadium. So, you know, it's it's more what's at stake for you guys. You guys, we, you know, we, we're trying to get back to the national title. Feels like 98. I'm wearing the hat. That's what's at stake. We're trying to get it back to 98. Yeah, we're ready to win another national championship. I actually have a real question. Would there be a possibility that if I did win a national championship, I would get maybe a small miniature statue somewhere uh, on the grounds of the stadium? I'm sure we could find a place to set it up somewhere. I mean, it's it's a big stadium, so. Right, right. Maybe we just do it right outside of, like, the men's room. It's like a little bobblehead statue of Coach Yeah, people kind of, like, hit it when they go in to, like, use the bathroom or, like, when they get done. Yes, exactly. Exactly. (laughs) I think that would be great. Well, Coach Duggs, good luck tonight. I hope you get that dub over Baylor. And Big Cat, thank you so much for taking some time to join me on The Slice.
Yes, thank you so much. And thank you, honestly, uh, to all of Vol Nation because it's been very, very fun. I'm excited for uh, this season, and I think we're going to have a lot of fun with it. And uh, hopefully everyone stays safe and can watch uh, the volunteers run through SEC schedule. That's it for today, guys. Thank you all for tuning in to another episode of The Slice. New episodes come out on Monday, so don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. And hey, leave a review if you're feeling a little generous. Thanks again for listening. I'll talk to you guys soon. Until we meet again, thank you and good afternoon. Thanks again to Papa John's for sponsoring today's bonus episode of The Slice. Better ingredients, better pizza. Papa John's, proud sponsor of The Vols.